0: Foodie lovers, it's time.
1: Hello, food lovers, it's Dave. Are you ready for some foodie fun?
0: Yes, today and every weekday, cooking something good and your host Dave Duso brings you foodie fun adventures and fantastic food talk. Get ready for great recipes, food experts, daily prizes, lots of laughs, and of course, great deals on restaurant certificates and other food-related items at cookingsomethinggood.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, oh
1: no, it's Dave Dussault. Hey, good to bargain. The CSG Broadcast Network is proud to present, Transcribe from the Dutch headquarters of the Conway Scenic Railroad Studio, here in the land of really tall people and really great food. Yeah, the tulips are in full bloom, and it's time for cooking something good. Today, we are here in in this absolutely beautiful country of bikes and field hockey sticks. Yes, Cooking Something Good is on the air in Amsterdam, Holland. Cooking Something Good, where food is fun and fun is food, and it's always foodie fun time here at Cooking Something Good. Hey, today's show is full of Dutch fun and flavors. We have Andrea Jorgensen also with another episode of Seattle to Sunapee. We've got the foodie know-it-all and our Sharila deal of the day. So let's have some fun. Before we get rolling, though, let's say hello and thanks to our great sponsors, the Conway Scenic Railroad. Hey, hop on over, get it, hop, hop on over and ride our Easter Bunny Express. Enjoy a photo opportunity with Easter Bunny at the historic North Conway Rail Station. Kids get a special goodie bag from the Easter Bunny, the Easter Bunny, not just some fake like the real Easter Bunny. And the packages include a train ride to Conway with a scavenger hunt along the way. Just go to conwayscenic.com for more, informations on, more information on the Easter Bunny Express. Hey, restaurant owners, stop wasting money. Why are you mopping up your floors at the end of a long day? You're using toxic chemo- chemicals, and they eat away at your floors. And they leave your pipes a greasy code violation waiting to happen. And oh, yes. It happens. SpillSolved is affordable, practical, and delivered to your house or restaurant. Buy Spill Solved. You can get it right now at Cookingsomethinggood.com and get free shipping. E.L. Harvey, quietly improving our quality of life with environmentally safe and economically sensible waste disposal and recycling since 1911. And Manny's Olive Oil. Manny's Olive Oil is organically grown and hand-picked. From Manny's Family's Olive Trees on the Greek island of Crete, world renowned for their olive oil. From Manny's Greek family to your family's kitchen, it's Manny's Olive Oil. Find it at our csgbn.com store. And those are today's sponsors. And hey, we're back here at cooking something good in Amsterdam, Holland. Beautiful country, friendly people, and really great food. And guess what? Today's Shereela Deal of the Day is for a restaurant in Amsterdam. Where we interviewed the owner yesterday, Jerome. It was a great interview. We've got to meet him now. Great guy. And today's uh, Shereela Deal of the Day is a $20 gift certificate for just $8 to the pantry in Amsterdam. It's a homely Dutch atmosphere. It really is. and uh, They've got that Amsterdam friendliness. People here are really friendly. The pantry, it's been uh, been there since 2000. It's truly a family-owned business, and you get acquainted with some really great homemade dishes. Great Dutch cuisine. It's a very cozy, homely atmosphere. It's a great restaurant. And if you're looking for a getaway, hey, there's some, believe it or not, great deals right now on flights to Holland. If you go to Expedia, you'll find some great Deals, You can't beat these deals. And this place is nice. It's warm. The flowers are out. The tulips are out. And the food is fantastic. And you can save a couple of bucks on a gift certificate to the pantry. And believe me, we went there. We loved it. Great restaurant. It is today's Sharila deal of the day from your friends here at Cooking Something Good. Hey out there, if you're a restaurant owner or a restaurant manager, I want to tell you about a game-changing spill recovery solution. It's called SpillSolved. Now, you're always going to want to have it nearby for when those nasty spills happen and for when you're cleaning up your greasy floors at the end of a shift. There's no more chemicals and mops to clean your greasy floors at the end of the day. Spill goes on dry. It works instantly on grease and all kinds of spills, leaves no oily residue, and it leaves the affected area safe for foot traffic immediately. It's great for restaurants, and it's reusable. It's really a great product. You can buy SpillSalt at Cookingsomethinggood.com, or for more information and an on-site demonstration, call SpillSalt at 413 537 9. Spill Solved, the new standard in spill recovery. Hey, foodies, do you have kids? Maybe you're a railroad buff. If you're looking for some great family-friendly fun, or you're just a trained nerd like me, then the Conway Scenic Railroad is a must because they not only combine family fun with the feeling of old-time rail travel, but they have great full kitchen cars and offer different meal options depending on what excursion you choose. A train ride with the kids, food and drinks, the beautiful New Hampshire countryside, it's a great day in beautiful North Conway. And after your trip on the Conway Scenic Railroad, there's still so much to do. North Conway is a restaurant town, it's an outdoor activities town, and for people who love to shop... There's great little artsy boutiques as well as the Settlers Green Outlets. So if you like to shop, this is a great town. For more information about the Conway Scenic Railroad, go to cookingsomethinggood.com and click on the little train icon that says Conway Scenic Railroad. The Conway Scenic Railroad. It's an old-fashioned railroading experience. Hey, we're back. Greetings, beautiful Holland, where I am, and if you go on the other side of the world to Seattle, it's usually Seattle to Sunabe. Today it's Seattle to Amsterdam, or SA, as we like to say. What's with the acronyms? We have Andrea Jorgensen. It's Seattle to Sunabe today, Seattle to Amsterdam. Andrea, welcome to the show.
0: Hey David, how
1: are you? Good. It's your show too. So I shouldn't welcome you. I should say welcome everyone. I'm Andrea, and you're David. <laughs> or the other way around. I'm David, and you're Andrea. What's, what's with a government in their ac- acronyms? You know, any organization that a government puts together, you know, they can come up with the craziest stuff. Fantala F- You know, it's like features animals, Neptune, gorillas, possums, underwear, lemas, and asteroids. We're making the world a better place. Why do they have all these long acronyms? Governments always do it. And once they do it, they have their little organization, and it never goes away. Do you feel the same way?
0: Uh, I feel acronyms are just a lot easier than the whole thing.
1: Yeah, but why do you have to have a whole name like that? Yeah, that's easy, FBI. But they have these, like, local governments. We're going to start this, this... and it always starts small, right? We're going to have this, we're going to put together a committee and we're going to study whether or not the rainwater is, is running off the way we want it to. Eleven years later, they have a $4 million budget and an acronym that's, that's like a supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. It's like, come on. What you started off with, you don't need anymore. You don't see cooks. Cooks with the acronyms, right? Cooks just, let's do it. Let's cook. I'm grumpy today. Yeah. I'm grumpy. but I am ha- Yeah. But I'm happy. I'm happy. It's very nice here. I have to tell you something. Holland is beautiful. The tulips are out. A little rainy, but it is nice. What do you got going on today? What's in your mind? I told you what's on my mind. What's on your mind?
0: Uh, what is on my mind? Uh, it's actually not raining outside, which is great.
1: Well, that's nice.
0: And, yeah, especially for this area, right? That's pretty much our, that's what we're known for. Yeah. I mean, forget Starbucks or the Space Needle or whatever. It's the weather.
1: That's pretty much what the weather is uh, and I'm so happy. Um, it, yeah, and Starbucks, is. I hate Starbucks. That's the only thing I hate. Oh, yeah. Let's <laughs> talk about, you can't, you can't go there unless you speak a foreign language. Coffee here is great, by the way. But You can't go to Starbucks. Oh, really? You just can't go. I just want a coffee. Can I have a cup of coffee? What size? Regular? Well, there is no regular. It's like you go to these yeah, pizzas. I went to... Tall,
0: grande, and yeah. venti, and then vent americano
1: <laughs> i just want a cup of coffee with milk oat milk skim milk goat milk
0: hemp milk
1: www.shutupandputmilkinmycoffee.com that's my webpage i'd like you to try it please i don't like it it's like when you go to the pizza place where i was at Papaginos i went to the other day and i i was in a strange place and i had to get a pizza like a couple months ago so I went up, there was a Papageno's, and I know Papageno's. And when you're know, when you in another city, you don't know very well, and you don't, at least you know it. It's not great pizza, but you, you know it. So I went in, and I said, yeah, I'd like a small, and I wanted their, don't hold this against me, but I wanted their pineapple pizza. We only have medium. Oh, Lord. Yeah, we only have medium and large. I said, what do you mean? No, if you have medium and large, it, it's a small one and a big one. I'll take the small. We don't have small. I mean, this, this kid sat there and argued with me. Does that make sense to you?
0: I mean, yeah. If you had two pizzas, you'd have a small and a large.
1: But they wouldn't even... They wouldn't... I mean, this kid would not make the pizza unless I surrendered and admitted that it was a medium and a large. Would you like a medium or a large, sir? I said, I want the smallest pizza you have, which is the small. We have medium and large. Okay. See you later. (laughs) Right up the street. I I went to Al's Pizza. I went up the street. It was fine. I'm in Holland. I shouldn't be miserable. Have you ever been to Holland? You're Norwegian, right? Is that the Jorgensen? Is that Norwegian? Yeah. Norwegians are smart and they're tough, but they live in a tough place. It's a really cold up there. Yeah. Have you been?
0: Yeah. Uh, I've not been to Scandinavia. I really want to go. Um, I hear it's horrendously expensive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. But I hear it's beautiful. I mean, the fjords. Uh, you can go up to northern Norway and you're in the Arctic Circle, and you can go on like a tour to look at polar bears. Like that's that's on my bucket list right there.
1: Oh, that'd be great. You know, the and they yeah. they eat reindeer.
0: Yeah, they do. Yep. Yeah. I've had reindeer. Have you? Mm-hmm.
1: What's it taste like?
0: Uh, it's. Good. It's not um the one that I had wasn't like super gamey. You yeah. could still tell it was like uh not your normal domesticated meat. But yep. it wasn't like uh you know, sometimes you get like venison that's like really gamey yeah. or like
1: mm-hmm.
0: um Yeah, it it wasn't like that at all. It was delicious actually. Huh.
1: And what did you have? Do you remember what you had it with? Did you make it or did someone make it for you?
0: No, um, my dad had brought a bunch home because he went hunting in Alaska. So he got a caribou and he brought right. it home. Um, and I don't, I don't remember how we cooked it. I just remember my mom being like, what do I do with this?
1: Oh, I know. <laughs> Welcome back. Right? I, uh, there must be a recipe. I've never made it. Th- let me ask you a question. When your father did that, right, he came home mm-hmm. and he ate it. It was delicious and whatever your mom did with it. But the following Christmas, were there a little less presents for him?
0: Um, You know, he didn't say anybody had a collar on When they were out tracking So I'm assuming they were all like Free roaming caribou Yeah We didn't actually get one of the Domesticated ones that Santa counts on So But I do not exactly remember a present
1: count I wonder if Santa's reindeer are tagged Because, you know Son of a bitch You Dasher You killed Dasher That would stink I'd
0: imagine
1: they're probably fenced and very well taken care of. So why would they leave? They're probably luxury. You know, they're probably like, I wonder if they're prima donnas. I wonder if Santa's reindeer are prima donnas. I said I wanted the organic whole wheat oats. I can't work with these people. I cannot work with these people.
0: You're going on the naughty list.
1: (laughs) You're, You're on the naughty list. I'm talking to Santa. There's a little person going, oh, no. Oh
0: no.
1: <laughs> uh, oh thinking about their severance. Am I gonna get fired? Will I get a package?
0: Ugh. Where else can I work?
1: Where else can I work, right? I mean everything's automated. Poor things in Yeah,
0: and you know, imagine they've got the market pretty cornered in North Pole, so
1: I don't think there's a lot of other places. <clears throat>
0: nope. Yeah, what else do you do?
1: A poor little elf is down in, you know, Shanghai working in a sweatshop. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, Alan, to keep your big mouth shut. Let him be prima donnas. Now what are you doing? Eating noodles. That would stink. What we, what's going on today? What are we talking about? Or is there, what's in season? What's, what's, we're a long... We're, a, we're, we're very far apart.
0: We are. We what's the difference? Do you know? Uh, I don't know what's in season in Holland right now, but uh, here uh, we're coming up on carrot season.
1: Oh, my favorite.
0: You have a lot of favorite vegetables.
1: I do, but carrots have that nice sweetness.
0: Mhm.
1: What do you What do you got going on with carrots? What do you do?
0: Um. So I do. There's like so when I was a kid, my mom's way to get us to eat carrots was cooking them in butter and then brown sugar on top and uh. then stirring it all in, and that's how we ate our carrots because they were coated in butter and brown sugar. Like, who's not going to eat that? You know? Yeah. Um. But I do like three main things with carrots. Um. And one of them is I sous vide them with some orange juice and some ginger because you've got that natural sweetness. And when you sous vide them, like it really concentrates the carrot flavor. Yeah. Um. So it's like it's just, they're super delicious. I can usually just eat an entire pound of carrots by myself when they come out of sous vide. Um, but otherwise, I like them roasted, um, and they're really good. There's a couple of different ways you can do it. You can do it, with, um, you know, savory. You can do sweet. You can, mm. I mean, they're great thrown with a bunch of other uh, root vegetables, a little maple syrup, and stuff like that. But Um, I like a Merced, and then you do like an apple cider vinegar and honey glaze, and then when they come out, you throw some goat cheese on top, and I think that's delicious. Wow,
1: Um, the goat cheese is a great idea. You're a genius.
0: Yep. I often
1: tell people, I often walk up to people and say, you know, when it comes to cooking and just coming up with really cool ideas, Andrea Jorgensen is a genius, and they usually look at me and then uncomfortably get off the bus. But uh, I like the I ginger, too. That ginger gives it that little spicy kind. Not spice, but you know what I mean. That kind of... I yep. like that. Yep.
0: You ever had carrot soup?
1: Oh, I have. I love carrot soup. Oh, carrot soup is good, yeah. Carrot soup with ginger, actually. I've made that. So what am I talking about? I, mm-hmm. should, I should have known mm-hmm. that. I love roasted carrots when they almost caramelize. Yeah. I mean, that's another... And I, I, sh- I actually put carrots in my... Uh, I'll grate carrots into my... Into a... Uh, Marinara when I make it, or even into a into a bolognese, I'll I'll put carrots. I'll, I'll you get
0: a little bit of sweetness
1: in there. Yep, I'll actually yep. T- I'll take carrots and onions both, and I'll uh, put them through like a cheese grater, and mm. I'll, and I'll put those into a pan with a so this, and garlic too. I'll will even mince the garlic in, in a cheese grater, and then I'll I'll make and I won't I won't uh, caramelize them, but I will just kind of cook off uh, those flavors in some olive oil. And then some tomatoes, and then I like a, a, the Worcestershire, Worcestershire sauce in there. And that's the base for my bolognese. Oh, nice. So, yeah, carrots give everything. My grandmother used to put carrots uh, into my nonna, who's f- from Italy, where we're going to be next week, her hometown. I think I've told you that last week, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited yeah, you, about that. You reached out to some family members and stuff?
1: Yep, so I'm looking forward to that interview and talking to them and, and sharing some good times and some wine and food with them. But yeah, she used to put carrots in her, uh, in her sauce and it just gave it that nice sweetness. You ever notice when you're did you have grandparents growing up that were cooks?
0: Oh yeah. That's like my family's love language. My grandmother cooked all the time back in the fifties before we had like, you know, you could, you could, uh, get a bunch of, um, um, you know, fancy pastas and a bunch of like the other, um, ethnic, um, God, I can't think today. A bunch of the other ethnic uh, ingredients and stuff. My grandmother actually started a um, a dinner club with like six or seven other oh. families and other women who love to cook. And so they would always like try the new thing that was coming out or like, oh, I found this ingredient in the store. And so she would like experiment and come up with things with it and stuff like that.
1: That's fun. I, w- I would like to do that. Yeah. I would like to do that. The problem with doing the show now, and it's, it's, you know, it's 60, 70 hours a week putting this together. Believe it Mm. or not, not just putting, but the whole process, you know, when you own a, it's a business now. It's a real thing now. And what I found is I really enjoy it. I really enjoy talking to people and and learning new things. I don't have any time to cook. Yeah. So, and my my wife doesn't cook because, not that she can't, but she's, she works more hours than I do. And actually makes money, which is really the key to the working thing. When you're when you're in a startup the first couple of years you're losing money and she's like, When are you gonna start making money? No, she's nice about it. She's a good resource. She's she's very, very talented uh, businesswoman, so I, I can I depend on her for, for a lot of advice. But she doesn't cook. You know the we've been together thirty eight years now. Good and the first six years yeah, I just do what I'm told. The that's the key to marriage. Obey. Uh, the first six years, she would tell me, and she's from out near, she's from Oakfield, New York, which is go nowhere and take two lefts, and you get to Oakfield, New York. And I really didn't meet her family, and they finally came out, and her brother said, our, it was her sister, her sister said, I said, yeah, I do all the cooking. Mary doesn't cook. It's like, our family owned a catering company. Mary's a really good cook. And she came in, and she's like, quiet, quiet. <laughs> And she was busted. <laughs> and I said, from now on, you're sharing the cooking responsibilities. And she looked at me, and I knew that she wasn't. So, But I do get to cook. But that's the one thing, right? Doing a show, you don't have time to cook. Yeah. And that's too what bad. I,
0: what I really think, like with you traveling right now, like going to Italy, when I was in Italy a couple of years ago, like all I wanted was to like, we were in this tiny little town. And it was like, you know, fill all like the cobblestone streets and everything and just, but all like they had their baker and they had their produce guy and they had their, you know, jelly. and you went to each one to get your own thing. Like there was no supermarket or whatever that you went to. You went to each individual person mm-hmm. and like, all I wanted to do was cook. while I was there. <laughs> like, can somebody please just lend me their kitchen? <laughs> uh,
1: I know And that's, like, oh. and that's, what's going to be nice. I'm going to be c- cooking and doing yeah. a show in the kitchen of a relative, which would be fun Yeah That's amazing. What if they don't like me? What if they think I'm not funny and boring?
0: Well, you're definitely
1: not boring. I don't think I could be boring, but maybe. That's the same in the north. That's what I love about the north end of Boston. You know, there is no little Italy in New York City anymore, but the north end of Boston still has that tradition. You go and get your bread mm-hmm. here. You get your meat here. You get your pasta here. You get your tomatoes here at Albee's. I mean, do you see what they're doing in the north end of Boston? This is criminal. Well, it's not criminal because I don't think it's against the law. But they're making the restaurant owners pay, I think it's $5,700 a year to have outside dining.
0: Uh, and then
1: they're making yeah. them pay a parking fee. But no other restaurants in any part of the city are being forced to pay that. Really? Yeah. Can you believe that? Is that flat out discriminate? That's discrimination, man. I mean, how dare they?
0: Yeah, why just the North End? I mean, here, there are a lot of restaurants that with the whole COVID thing, like you could only have a certain capacity for indoor seating. So they would, like, expand onto the sidewalk or, like, part of their parking lot or whatever, and they put outdoor seating in it and stuff like that. And so the city is looking at it now and saying, well, hey, we need that sidewalk back or you can pay for it. Like, uh, that's one thing because it's all the cities in the area, but there's no way they can do that with just the north end.
1: It, it, but they're trying. Oh, and I'm trying, to, I'm trying to look up... Right now, my the internet here is pretty fast, actually. Good, oh, really? S- good service. Uh, really? What, what is the fee? What is the fee? Oh, boy, I can't find it. But they want them to pay a fee. And here it says that uh, Mayor Wu said she's prepared to rescind the dining before the start of the season. rescind, I don't know what she said. But this is ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do it, $7,500
1: dollar outdoor dining fee, plus they have to pay, plus they have to pay for parking spaces. And the rest of the city doesn't. Yeah, uh, that's not fair. Uh, no, that's not fair. It's not right. New
0: has the best, some of the best restaurants in Boston. I mean, right. if she wants to completely close down all that stuff, that's a good way to do it.
1: Yeah. But she's
0: prepared for a fight.
1: Right, and if she wants to hurt the economy that badly. Yes! The well, Politicians don't understand how economics work. They're just... You know, because they can, they can gain brownie points by saying the popular things. But these poor restaurants, you're right, to me, the best restaurants in the whole city are in that neighborhood. Yes, right? absolutely. So, and they should, honestly, they shouldn't be charging anyone. Wow. And a monthly, on top of that, a monthly fee of $950. For what? I don't know. So they can... It's ridiculous. They say it's for... It's
0: like paying, that's like paying up to the mob. You got to pay them every month for whatever, yeah, you know?
1: It's it's absolutely... You know, it, it that's a good point. That's a good way to look at it. It's ridiculous. They say vector control. Does that mean Italians are dirty and unclean? Is that what you're yeah, saying? what the heck? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're implying? Now I'm really angry. The Dutch don't get angry. I could, if I lived here, they, they're just happy... They just say, I love the Dutch, you know why? They just say it. Whatever's on their mind, they say it. Norwegians are like that too, though. They just say it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They are not passive-aggressive. Not much of
0: filter. No, no.
1: <laughs> and I, you know, I, I've known you a long time. You're the same way. You are not passive-aggressive. You got something to say, Andrea's going to say it. <laughs> and that's good. You
0: know what I think? <laughs> and
1: you will tell them. Well, you
0: know what? You know what the best part is about that? I get myself in a lot of trouble by being like that. But... You always know where you can. I would rather have somebody tell me, listen, you're bothering the hell out of me. Leave me alone or whatever. Than to like have them, than to like not know and pretend to be nice about it or whatever the case is. You know, like tell me to my face what the issue is and I will handle it.
1: Oh, I like to make people. I like to, I'm, I'm passive aggressive. I'm terrible. I I'm know. so <laughs> bad about it too. I mean, I am. and I'll, And sometimes I know I'm doing it. It's like if I see somebody yelling at someone in a store, I will, I will I mean I'm so bad. I'm like, you know what? I feel the same way. They're like, this was supposed to be medium rare and it's, you know, 1 degree below medium rare and you're an idiot blah and they're yelling at someone. I'm like, yeah, they are idiots. I cannot believe they did that. What a stupid thing to do. I mean, I mean, come on, who would say who would complain about 1 degree? I mean, it has to be a loser. Total loser. But, you know, it is. You're right. That is 1 degree under. What is optimal, medium, rare? So I, have, I understand why you're mad. I mean, I think you're an idiot, but I'll just go back and forth. And then by, you know, they get off the bus and leave. It's just like anything else. I can make people uncomfortable. And my I, problem
0: is, is that I can censor what comes out of my mouth. I cannot censor my facial expressions. Like, yeah. I have no control over that. So if somebody's saying something, like I can have no control over my eyes rolling or being like, what? Like
1: with my like Yeah, I'm, I'm, the same I'm out way. my mouth may
0: be closed, but I am definitely conveying what I'm thinking.
1: <laughs> I am the same way. I hate when people mistreat servers.
0: Oh,
1: you know, God. or mistreat no. cooks. You're like go back there and work there for 12 minutes. You wouldn't last 5. No. I'll give you a million dollars to go 12 minutes. You wouldn't last 5. I mean, if I saw Gordon Ramsay in a restaurant or Jamie Oliver or Giada, I wouldn't tell them that. Because they would last, right? And because they know i'd be out three million bucks that would be a bad bet um. but i you know i'd look at the person I, I i i'd kind of scope out what i thought they were like
0: but, well it's just like servers too you know, know servers have it hard
1: yeah it's not easy you know,
0: people don't tip correctly they don't um, you know they'll leave a one dollar tip because you didn't get them water within the first like three minutes they sat down like okay guys like let's just be a little realistic about this, you know? These
1: people are working their butts off. And like off. me,
0: they are. And like, even if I like order something and they don't bring me what I ordered or no, I, I say that back. I, I send it back. That's not what I ordered. But like, if they bring me something and it's like, maybe not cooked the way that I ordered it, as long as it's not like dangerous, like undercooked, yeah. I'll I'll eat it. You know what I mean? Or uh, it's a little big deal, whatever.
1: I have never sent food back in my life like I'm not eating this, ever. And I have uh, probably four or five times got the wrong order. This is so passive. Mm-hmm. And i have just, yeah. I like salmon. I'll eat it. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. okay.
0: Right? Unless it's like something that I definitely do not like. I'm just going to be like, all right, well, I'll try the other thing the next time. You know, like, who cares?
1: Right. Yeah. And although sometimes you go in someplace, you're like, God, I really want the Crazy Alfredo I number know. two. I love Crazy Alfredo. Hey, we're gonna take it uh a break here. We're gonna say goodbye to Andrea. And hopefully we are able to set up next week when I'm in Italy. We're going to see. I'm not sure. So hopefully we have you again next week on. If not, I'll see you in two weeks. I'll tell you all about my trip.
0: Yeah, I'll tell all about it.
1: Yeah, and I will show you my new tattoo that I'm gonna get next week. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm not really getting a tattoo. I'm not a tattoo guy anyway. I didn't think so. I'm not a tattoo guy anyway. It's just, you know, and I have nothing against. I don't, I don't personally like them, but it's really none of my business what somebody else does on their body. I don't care. But I'm just too much of a coward, too. I, 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 you know, I, if, some, if, I have a, if I have like a little piece of wood in my finger, I'm a baby. I'm a big baby. Oh, my wife's like, oh my God, it's a sliver. Tattoo? No way. I'd be crying. I'm crying. I get massages once in a while. and I'm like, ow, that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. Sunapee oh. to, uh, Seattle to Sunapee. It's Seattle to Amsterdam. Hopefully, next week, it's Seattle to Body Italy. Andrea, always a pleasure working with you on our segment. And we're looking forward, yeah. we're like six weeks away from your show. Yeah. I'm very yeah, excited about more. your show. I can't wait. And it's, we still haven't come up with a name.
0: We haven't, no. I'm still trying to put the groundwork together. I got most of it laid out, so I figured once I get an idea of what the show's going to be about, then I can come up with a name.
1: Right. Ask your kids. Kids are... You'd be surprised. They come up with great ideas. (laughs) They really do. They'll say something like, hey, that's great.
0: I'll see. I'll ask the five-year-old. I probably don't want to hear what the two-year-old is going to name it.
1: (laughs) I'll tell you what. We had a cat cat for 13 years called Sitting on the Couch. Guess where that came from? Yeah, sitting on a couch. That's the cat's name. Sitting on a couch. I hate cats. That's all they did anyway. Sat on a couch. Andrea Jorgensen, Seattle to Sunapee. We will hopefully talk to you next week. Be good, be well, and have a great time in this life, Andrea. We'll see you next week.
0: Have a good time, David.
1: We're going to take a break. When we come back, more from Amsterdam here on Cooking Something Good. Hey, everyone. If there's one thing I know quite a bit about, it's a solid waste disposal and recycling. I ran a trash company for 25 years and my family owned a trash company three generations. My grandparents started it for about 75 years. If you are, say, doing your kitchen over, cleaning something out, or you own a small business, a medium-sized business, a large business, a huge corporation, or you just need trash picked up at your house, I'm going to tell you, the company you want to call is E.L. Harvey. You can find them at E.L. L this is a pretty big company, but it's still family-owned, and it's still family-run. They've been in the business, the Harvey family, since 1911. Yeah, they're going on 110 years. They're great corporate citizens. The family is made up of some of the nicest people I've ever dealt with, and I mean that sincerely. If you need something that's related to solid waste or recycling. The company to call is E.L. Harvey. You can reach them at elharvey.com. E.L. Harvey, quietly improving the quality of life with environmentally sound and economically sensible solid waste and recycling since 1911. Hello, I'm Mike Torville, host of Healing Voices Project, where we share stories of addiction, grief, recovery, and courage. We're happy to be working with the folks at Cooking Something Good, where you'll find entertaining, inspiring, and thought-provoking programs. To learn more about my show and others on the CSG Broadcast Network, please go to csgbn.com. We'd love to have you visit. Thanks. Hey, foodies. Welcome back to Cooking Something Good. You know, when it comes to your kitchen, some things you determine to be necessities, and everyone has their own unique preferences. And for me, it's very good extra virgin olive oil. In my kitchen, there's always only one, and that's Manny's olive oil. It comes from the Greek island of Crete. Manny's olive oil is harvested by hand, which is very rare in this day and age. It's not harvested by a huge automated machine, and that means there's no chemicals, and it means only the best olives make it into each bottle. I can tell the difference. It's the only olive oil I keep in my kitchen. Manny's olive oil comes from his family's own native olive trees on Greece's largest island, Crete. This affordable gourmet olive oil has a unique and bold flavor that can't be found anywhere else. Manny uses only the highest quality of olives, which means they produce only the highest quality of olive oil. You can find Manny's olive oil as well as restaurant gift certificates and other great food-related items at Cookingsomethinggood.com. Cookingsomethinggood.com. Manny's olive oil from Greece with love. So let's keep things moving. It's time for today's foodie know-it-all question of the day. Hello and welcome back to uh, Amsterdam here in beautiful Holland where the tulips are out. Everything is gorgeous and we are going to do, just like we always do, the foodie know-it-all question of the day where you can win a $20 Visa gift card if you're the first person. All you have to be is the first person and all you need to do is text the correct answer to today's question. What number do I text? You text to 732 336 1040. 732 336 1040. And because we are in Holland, we will ask another question pertaining to the Dutch. Ah, yes, the Netherlands, one nation with three names. It's true. Today's foodie know it all, foodie, what am I trying to say? Today's foodie know it all question of the day is the number one. Fast food in the Netherlands is fresh-cut what? The number one fast food in the Netherlands, Holland, what the Dutch seem to like to eat the most for fast food is fresh-cut what? Be the first, 732-336-1040, and you win. All you got to do is text the correct answer. It's a $20 gift card. I mean, it's easy. It's a $20 Visa gift card. That's all you need to do. That's pretty simple. You will be the winner. It is today's foodie know-it-all question of the day. We're going to take a very quick break. We'll be back right after this. Stick around, please. Hey, thanks for joining us today. That's it. This show is over. I am not kidding. That's it. It's done. That's all I can say. Once again, thank you for joining us today. Another foodie fun road has been traveled. And special thanks to... All these great people here in Amsterdam are making so many new friends. It's just been really a great uh, time. And listen, if you still have some freedom, you're young, in a relationship, not in a relationship, don't have kids yet. Or your kids are off and away and you've done your job and they're off in the real world and you want a little great getaway. There's some really good flights right now to Holland. So come on over, drink a beer, smoke a little marijuana, check out the Red Light District, eat some great food, hold hands with your lover, your lover, hold hands with your lover, eat some good food. Why not? And if you're young and you're engaged or you're married without kids yet, do it before you have to drive them all over the world and take them to the doctor with their earaches and be a parent for the next 18 years of your life. They're great. Believe me, parenthood is great. But so is singlehood and taken off with of the person you care about to a great destination like Holland. Hmm. Sounds like a pretty good deal. you rent bikes, eat great food, go to the pantry, great restaurant. A couple other great restaurants. We'll give you all our suggestions the next couple of days. Hey, why not? Have some wild times. Have some great sex. Have fun. Do the things you love. Why not? Hey, you can do it all here in Amsterdam and Holland, and you can do it uh, with the help of us, all of us here at Cooking Something Good. Cooking Something Good is a production of the CSG Broadcast Network, and all rights are reserved. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or accounts of this program without the express written content of L, my little cute mini golden doodle, who's really the cutest dog I've ever seen is prohibited. What does that mean, express written content? Does that mean if you write it really fast? I've never known what that meant. Remember, if you have an idea for a podcast and you want to make it a reality, we have a network. It's called the CSG Broadcast Network. It costs $9.99 a year. You come onto our network and you work with all the other people on the network. We cross-promote. We share profits. It's really a cool little deal. And if you're on our network, you're also on Spotify, Apple, Google, all the rest of them. If you want more details, just email jack at cookingsomethinggood.com and he'll send you all those details. And until next time, please remember fun is food and food is fun. And it's always foodie fun time here at Cooking Something Good, especially in Amsterdam where you can smoke a little dope and then you're going to be really hungry. Why not? Hey, Don't wait for it. Get out there and make today a great food day. Until next time, bye now.